This week's episode of the Pretty Neat Podcast is brought to you by you. That's right. If you'd like us to promote your content or your store, let us know by going to theprettyneatpodcast.com and clicking the mailbag. I'm working on some art. You want to see? Yeah. Is it nude art? Uh, wow. I don't uh I don't completely get it. Who is that in the picture? Brandon Allen. Mm-hmm. And the Bear Jew. Yep. Okay. And, Paul, and that's Paul Craig. I I like it. It has my stamp of approval. Hell yeah. That's the only thing I want. I want it more than my dad's. Well, in many ways, I am your father. We've discussed this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast. It's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast. You know, Dom, I think one of the reasons that we are hetero life mates, yes. as as I am with Ryan, who's also here now. Hi, Ryan. Hey, how are you? Is that I think that both of us, if not all three of us, are Stoics. And I mean mm, that in very, a philosophical very much so. sense. Yes. And I, in fact, read the Daily Stoic almost daily. Yeah, he's 30 mm-hmm. minutes away from me. I've been to his mm-hmm. and his wife's bookstore. It's Don't a, laugh at me, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Holiday. Um, yeah uh, and his parenting one is good too yeah i love him he's great i love what he he talks about but we're also i think we're kind of optimistic nihilists or nihilistic optimists in a way like shit shit will happen but we're we're good we're prepared we can pivot we can deal we're we're solid because uh nothing matters anyway and uh we're in control of what we got in front of us so (laughs) That's Maybe. really it, right? What can you control? What can you not control? Mm-hmm. You can control your thoughts and your actions. That's yep. it. Anything yep. outside of that is unneeded stress. That's right. So this is my firing story. So the way that referees work at, at a competitive high school and collegiate level is you go to a company that employs referees. The company is typically a guy. And let's say it could be any guy. Hey, Ryan, are you a guy? I am a guy. You could be someone who owns and operates one of these companies. (laughs) All you really do is you take a sports schedule and you staff referees who are like independent contractors to you to work the event. Sometimes you pay the referee supplier up front and he pays the referees. More often you pay him a fee. And then you pay a smaller fee and you pay the referees per game, uh, which is typically how the referees want to get paid. Um, The league that my school competes in has decided to go in a different direction, but we are, each school is allowed to staff their own referees. You're responsible for it if you are the home team. But in my quest, I had a really bad run-in with, not really bad, but a run-in with one of the referees at our last home football game 
that did not sit well with me. I did not appreciate the way he talked to my coach. I did not appreciate the way he talked to me. And I only got involved because he was yelling and finger pointing at my coach. So I literally stepped in between them and said, you're not going to talk to him that way anymore. And he goes, I'll talk to anyone however I want. Who the hell are you? And I go, I go, well, I'm the guy who hires the referee company. So you actually won't carry on with your day. You're the one blowing the real whistle. Right. Um, did you did you happen to have a red card in your pocket and then just pulled it out and showed it to him? <laughs> <laughs> You're out of order, sir. Um, if you'd like to buy some pretty neat podcast red cards, go to the pretty neat podcast.com and hit the mailbag. That's right. So um, you got the pink slip in your pocket, though. The league, in fact, is going to use a different provider. And so about a week and a half ago for the coming basketball season, I start getting frantic phone calls and text messages from the guy who runs this company trying to get the schedule, trying to staff our games, blah, blah, blah. And I I had to tell him, like, hey, man, we're going in a different direction. Um, He to say he didn't take it well would be putting it lightly. And I just said, "Okay, well, this is what we're going to do. So best of luck going forward. Um. He was like, you owe me more loyalty than this. And I'm like, buddy, I, oh, oh, don't, don't say that. No, do not tell me what I owe you. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Cause I know that the check we issued you cleared and, uh, that's what I owed you and you got it. So <laughs> yeah, good times, good times at the okay corral. Are there six main fights or six fights on this main card? It looks uh... like there are. The rare six fight main card. I'm sorry. That was just as I was pulling up the card, it, it caught my attention. Uh, Ryan, as you can see, the artwork for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I see that Brendan Allen, he's <laughs> all in, you would say. Mm-hmm. And then we have a Jewish bear. He's <laughs> taking Paul- up, you know, a majority of the screen. Yeah, that's that's Paul Craig. That's Paul Craig. <laughs> it's not. It's Paul, not even. Paul- some people will say it's Photoshop, but it's Paul Craig. Some yeah, that is Paul Craig. It haters would be, will say. Yeah, haters will say it's Photoshop. Uh, but the only reason we don't know 100% that it's not Paul Craig is that the left side of the bear's face isn't covered in blue paint. Uh, yeah, good call. Yeah, mm-hmm. he might. So people might get lost when they're looking at it. Yeah, they just have a moment. A, a moment. Yeah, look at it first. Oh, yeah. you know what? That is Paul. Yeah, you're right. That is Paul. <laughs> just got to look at it. Would yeah, you look, look at, at this? First. Oh, you went under? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, and six cards. Well, that's convenient for a pretty neat six pack, isn't it? It is. Indeed, it is. I mean, but if we're being honest with ourselves, and we are, but we okay. like to say these things, does this really do, do our. This is not like six main event fights. No, this I would. Is this even one main event fight? <laughs> There's, I, uh, yeah. Well, with the with the momentum that Brendan Allen has, I would okay. say yes. That would be a okay. main event. He's got Michael Morales. He's like the next guy up. Yeah. Uh, in addition to Chito Vera from like coming up big time from Ecuador. Okay. Mm. Jake Matthews is he could be a main eventer, but Chase Hooper definitely not. Jordan Levitt, get the fuck out of here, right? Right. He's the monkey king, not the main event king. Uh, Amanda Hibas, okay. We know her mainly for her dad's terrible tattoo. 
Yeah. And getting knocked <laughs> out. She gets finished pretty pretty often. She does. She's a she's she's quite a substantial favorite. I shouldn't say like super substantial, but she's a she's a legitimate favorite, minus two forty five. Mm-hmm. And then Uros Medic, like that's a guy, that's a prelim guy, right? Uros, yeah. welcome to the main event, you know, for this fight night. But you're don't get it twisted. You're a prelim guy. Hey, you prelim guy. Hey, there's hey. eight fights on the prelim. So a 14 fight card. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Um, it's at the apex. Why did I think this one was in Austin, Texas? Is that the next one? December 2nd. I think that it that Dariush is Sarukian. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's going to have Dan Hooker on it as well. So there is not one the weekend after Thanksgiving. Is that no. right? Well, let's look you are correct. Here. Okay. I can accept that. <laughs> Accepted. I do. Yeah. Okay. 14. I think, and you know what? There, Despite the, the lack of like consequential fights, there are some bangers on here. There are some well, fun ones. Sure. But not main event quality. I mean, the the these two, to me, are like featured prelim. <laughs> yeah, Michael Morales. He's not quite main event status. No, I would definitely see him on a ESPN featured prelim. That's a good call. Okay. Chase sure. Hooper. He's uh he's like a featured early prelim fighter. I like is the a, Chase Hooper card? thing gonna happen? What what's no. the we're kind of I, jumping right into this without even recapping 295. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, I think that he will live up to his name and he will be chasing the dream. Uh-huh. But it will be forever the chase. Right. Eternally chasing. We went five for six, didn't we? On our on our picks. Four. Four for six Four. on our six pack? Yeah. Congratulations. You made some money. Not bad. It honestly yeah. for our first go at it, and really, it was really the two that we didn't get. Uh, were probably you, the you, two you legitimately were like, I knew we should have taken the under. <laughs> on yeah. on wh- wh- the, which was that the uh, Saint Denis Frivola. Uh yeah, because we we yeah we chose that it was going to go into the second round, and uh, Benoit Saint Denis said no fucking way <laughs> yeah um it happens i still think we were on the right side of the ursig costa fight which was the other one we didn't get um yes that one almost ended early earlier that, than that could have been a first round finish it god really could it. have been god damn it <laughs> i still think at the end of the day we can we can feel good about the ticket we submitted yeah. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes you don't get it. And you're like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" I think our thought process was solid on all yeah. of these. Yeah, like we're, we we cashed. That's that's good. Yeah. You know that that's you that's, want five. Yeah, but you you want five. Yeah, you want six. Well, you really want we'll, six. We'll we'll settle for five. But five's <laughs> the goal. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. I I was I was absolutely stoked that I hit the six. You you hit a different six. I hit a different six, but it was only because of uh, John Castaneda, who we did not pick because mm-hmm, he wasn't one of the main six fights. Yeah. And he's just like, right. he's a I knew he was going to throw. And then on the Benoit St. Denis uh, fight, I, I put less than two takedowns because I didn't think these two guys were going to take each other down. I'll I say this in bang. In your defense, you did 
put that out there when we were discussing which which prop to take on that fight. But wasn't there one of the advanced stats that made us rethink it? Yes. And they're both grapplers. Like they're both they're both really good. And and they one of them I think was one point five no, it was like two and a half takedowns a fight or something like yeah. that. And it was it was Benoit. Yeah, he had a he goes yeah. for a lot of takedowns. But he's been knocking people out lately. And mm-hmm. and Matt and him and and I was I forget who I was listening to, which commentator it was. Uh but somebody had pointed out, and I think we've even pointed it out that when two wrestlers get in there together they tend to fist fight they do it's because wrestling is so hard yeah yeah (laughs) and they know it's going to be hard against another wrestler so like these two that's that's where that decision came from i don't hate it um benoit 11th now at lightweight i don't think he's what what did you think about his call outs that's kind of where I'm going. He I don't think he's. Out. I don't think he's quite ready to climb the ladder yet. Or oh, is really? He? For even for our sake. No, I mean, because he essentially he moved up. He took Frivola's spot. He may have gained a couple yeah. of extra spots. I think the Gamrot, the Gamrot call out is the most likely. He's not getting Gaethje. Gaethje's going to wait out and get the next mm-hmm. title shot. That is correct. And Poirier is like, no, get the fuck out of here. Like, I fight, I fight main event, right? Five rounds non title bites, right? He's Benoit is Benoit's 27, right? The biggest thing that he has going for him, right, is that he's ex French special forces. Uh, So, and he's just, he's just running through people. Shout out to his, uh, his call out of like World War One and World War Two history. <laughs> Did, Did you he? hear that? No. He was like, "Yeah, I love America." No. Nope. in World War One and World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> That's or, or ridiculous. Did he say the Revolutionary War and World War Two? It was something. It was like, "All right, yeah. all right, Ben. Well, I see you." Yeah. Maybe we'll do a, a game of climb the ladder next week or the after Austin mm-hmm. because. Daryush is fighting on that card. Saryukian, Hooker, Bobby Green. There's I a, think it yeah. will be more pressing or more pertinent at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I like he's, it. He's tied. He's tied with Jalen Turner right now. That would be interesting. Yeah. With a with a length mis- mismatch. That didn't would be, Jalen that just would be interesting. Yeah, he lost to uh didn't he lose to Dan Hooker? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Split decision. I actually like that fight. I think that Benoit Saint Pe- or Boner Saint Penis versus the Tarantula would be good. Mm-hmm. I like. He's it. beating uh, RDA. We think right. He's probably beating oh, Dan yeah. Hooker. I think he would be but, Dan Hooker. But at the Sarukian Fazeev eight seven, that gets that's, dicey. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like uh, that's a question mark. Like yep. we don't know, and I would feel much better about his his uh, ladder skills. If he were to run through Jalen Turner, like if yeah. he does that, who's a real problem because of his size in the division, that would be that would be giving me a lot of confidence in his ability to get top five. Yeah, top five I'm, status. I'm really gonna try to go to that. 
<laughs> it also you should. shouldn't you should yeah. it also shouldn't be too yeah you just cashed in a huge ticket you should go um <laughs> well that went to other things <laughs> don't bring the old ball and chain either just go by yourself yeah wow yeah. by yourself <laughs> um, well we gotta hit the six pick for today this weekend then i will okay that i promise that to you too there you go i'll take it um the 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 fact that dan hooker beat jalen turner by split decision really shouldn't be that surprising dan hooker's a good fucking fighter well he was on that weird skid for a mm-hmm. while you know but against good hot. guys i know that's the thing you're absolutely right is he lost to elite competition mm-hmm. but he was getting smoked he right was. and he was he was doing that thing where he was going in between 145 and killing himself and then jumping what? up and fighting 155 yeah he just needed so... a division. So going back to June of 2020, let me know if you've heard of any of these guys. He loses to Justin Poirier, Dustin Poirier, excuse me. He loses Just, to Michael. Yeah. He loses to Michael Chandler, but then beats Nazrat Hakparast, then loses to Islam Makachev. And is that Arnold Allen? No, no, yeah, Arnold Allen. Yeah, no shame there. But then he beats Claudio Puelas and uh, Jalen Turner. That's those are in good hindsight. Wins. That's that's not a terrible three year stretch, three and a half year stretch. Mm-mm. No, and that no, no. we should mention that that Arnold Allen fight that's at 145. Yeah, yeah. When he was fighting at 155, and I just don't, I don't like him, like being a floater in between the divisions. He just, no. he just needed to, he just needed to continue to put on weight and make mm-hmm. 155. I like it. He's getting a lot of uh, tattoos of late. Have you have you seen his? I have not I have his yeah. new tattoo. I don't love He's, that hair though. No, no. Well, nobody loves that hair. <laughs> no, nobody loves that uh that hair. It's a mix of fuck boy and serial killer. True. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, are you watching the football game? I am. Amazon does a fucking great job with their broadcast. I agree. Yeah. It's really I good. agree. They need to uh, they need to continue to expand. Like the one one championship, it's a good product. I would like to see them promote that more. Yes. Uh because it's it's interesting. I love the like tie boxing with MMA gloves, you know, yep. that type of competition. Mm-hmm. And then they're just crossing a bunch of stuff, which is it's just fun. Yes. Um, but they are good. And they're they're paying they're paying Al Michaels bucks to yeah. do one game a week. <laughs> well they I mean the numbers that they were allegedly offering McVeigh were like, dude, what are you doing coaching the Rams? Take that. Oh! Um, but Aaron isn't, and I, I think on isn't that what they say when people do that in this game? It is, yes. Aaron and I were talking about it on the, I think the last episode you weren't on a couple weeks ago, like w- to your point about 1FC, Amazon gets so many eyeballs. They could put the 1FC banner just on the Amazon homepage and get it in front of so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, re- I remember you saying that on that mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, like, they throw- like right now. I just went to Amazon. It's literally the whole screen banner comes down. It's Bengals Ravens. And then it loads a smaller window to play it before I start shopping. So if you're signed in, Aaron, it yeah. like it expands that whole thing, that whole top banner you see there. And oh. that, like, it's not even like that. It's like, it's way more invasive than that, honestly. <laughs> um, and then it, it starts playback and you have to exit out of it to that's interesting. Uh, anyway, sorry. Um, what were we talking about? Buy again, liquid IV. The, the, the fact that <laughs> if they were to put Demetrius Johnson on the cover of Amazon's homepage, the UFC would be really fucking <laughs> mad. That I they don't know. I, he's not that exciting. 
Well, I'm just saying, I'm just using him as an example of one FC. If you're putting one right here on Amazon like this, mm-hmm. whoever it no, is, you're is right. going to be a new name. You're right. You know, and he's probably the most likely in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the U.S., I would agree. But they got Rod Tang and that guy's like a he's a mm-hmm. fucking living legend yeah. yep. in Thailand. <laughs> yeah. His name just he sounds like the guy from The Protector and Ang Bak, Tony Ja. Yeah, I was gonna say he sounds like the guy from Bloodsport, right? That throws the powder Ooh. in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, where's my where where is it? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've never uh, seen hey. Enter the Dragon, so I can't comment on that. <laughs> well, uh, we're. Uh, is there anything <laughs> else? Well, we <laughs> we still have to talk about. Yeah, the two I mean, new champs. Two new champs, yeah, 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 and and, and uh, let's, yeah. Which one do you want to do first? Aspinall, <laughs> do it. Aspinall, wow, he, he's fucking good, man. He no took question. the shot. He took a he took a clean left. Yep, and was like, "Hey, watch this. Yeah, check <laughs> out my foot speed. <laughs> yep. Can you see my feet? Oh, boom, boom, you're done. Yep, <laughs> that was. In he has the fastest fight. He has the shortest fight time in UFC heavyweight history, which is impressive, mm. right? I, I would say he still has some. He's an interim champion, so I, I can't say like he still has things to prove. But I'd, I'd want to see him just continue to finish people in that manner. To say I, like undoubtedly, I don't think you're off on that at all. I think he is far from a finished product, and I think heavyweight right now is unfortunately a three name. It's a, it's, they're a triangle. They're, they're rock, paper, scissors. And I think, I think Jones beats Aspinall. I think, no, Mm, I'm going to say it. I think Aspinall beats Jones. Okay. But I think Cyril Gon beats Aspinall, but John Jones beats Cyril Gon. Okay. I agree with that. I, I, I think that Aspinall would beat Jones. Yeah. And this is coming off major injury at 35 or whatever he is, John Jones, not the John Jones we saw at any other point in his career because Tom Aspinall is not fucking touching that guy. Yep. No. But Tom Aspinall with a year, he probably doesn't fight for a year to train to get ready for him. A year? You think a year? So are, what are we saying? Are we saying. I don't know what's going to happen. John Jones comes back for UFC 300 and he still fights Stipe. That's what Ugh. Dana says. And it yeah. would Did not be for the bell. Did you see or... Stipe at, at, at Madison Square Garden walking out? He looks out so mad. Looking like he had been riding a horse for like eight hours. I yeah. saw something about him. I did not see what the story was, though. He looked he... pissed off after the win. To me. Well, let's be real. I'm a Stipe fan, so yeah. what I'm about to say is a little biased, but I know you guys are too. This is the winningest have if not the winningest heavyweight, he defended the belt the most times. Yeah, yes. Never was respected, even no. as the sitting champ for years and years and years, the way he should have been. Totally true. Gets the big fight, then, right, everyone's on Francis's dick for so long. Okay, <laughs> fine. Then it's John Jones, but there's a, a splash of Cyril gone in there. We're talking about Pavlovich and Aspinall and even Curtis Blades and Jailton Almeida, even fucking Tai Tuivasa and Derek Lewis. Like Stipe never got the the I don't know credit he deserved. 
I, I think that's totally valid. He for fucking the people that he beat beat the shit out of Nganu the first time they fought. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He like he beat Francis. Well, and then Francis, you know, fucking destroyed him <laughs> in the second fight. But yeah. that's the that's the evolution of Francis. Here, like, here's mm-hmm. the thing. So Stipe is 42, right? Cyril's 33, Aspinall's 30, and then Pavlovich, I think, is also like 32. 30 or or he's, early he's 30s like 30 or, or 31. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he looks Jones like he's is, 48. But and Jones is like, thing. what? 30, yeah, he does. Well, Russians, whatever. John's uh, like my age. He's like 36. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, 35, 36. John, he's 35. He's 35. Yeah, okay. He'll be 36 in August. No, I'm sorry. That's his Octagon debut. My bad. But he's 35. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, Octagon. Nope. Nope. That's not right. That's that's not. That's poor math. Anyway, uh, Jones, what keeps him around? Is it his desire for competition? Right? He took John the time Jones? off. Yeah, John Jones. <sighs> Does he stay around to fight these guys? That are younger than me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, a part of me. Cyril's two years younger than him. Aspinall's five years younger than him. And then you got the Curtis Blades, which I think he could nullify. And then Sergey, that's like a first round, a first round puzzle you have to solve, and then you you can have your way with it. You don't think John Jones would beat Sergey Pavlovich? No, no, no. First round puzzle you have to solve. Yeah, well, right, Tom Sir, Aspinall just solved it. Yeah, here, here's the blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Foot speed. I don't think John Jones has that at this point in time. No, has not that anymore. Same level yeah, of, not of, anymore. of athleticism. Mm-hmm. I think you're right that Cyril could probably do that to Sergey. Yeah. And I think uh, it would be very interesting what Cyril and Aspinall would do if Cyril could nullify the wrestling and BJJ of Aspinall. That would be very interesting because on the feet, it just snipers, right? Picking them apart. Think about Cyril, and I love Cyril gone. So again, I'm biased, but think about this. We just watched two, three weeks ago, fucking Francis Ngannou box with Tyson Fury and not lose, right? Yeah. He didn't win the fight, but he didn't lose. He didn't come out of that looking. He looked as good as any MMA fighter no, has against the he got boxer ranked. on earth. Did you see that the WBA ranked him number 10 heavyweight rankings? Okay, that's as not happening for John Jones if he boxes. With no. one fucking fight. <laughs> but who is the guy none of these guys have wanted to strike with? It's Cyril Gaunt. Yep. Of course. Yeah. He's... John Jones had zero interest in it. The three of us sat there and watched Francis try for two rounds and lose them and, and take a completely different approach, which, hey, more power to him. We watched mm-hmm. Cyril Gaunt absolutely piece apart everybody else they've put in there with him. So nobody wants to strike with him. So Tom Aspinall is not doing to Cyril Gaon what he just did to Sergey Pavlovich. I, I I really do think it's rock, paper, scissors. I think Gaon beats Aspinall. I think Aspinall beats Jones. And I think Jones beats Gaon. I yeah, like your I'm MMA a, math. I, I, I'm a, and that I'm is MMA math. That. Mm-hmm. And this is MMA math. <laughs> I actually, I don't, I don't think that's that. I don't think that's outlandish at all. And unfortunately it leaves our boy Stipe out in the Cleveland cold. Dude, Stipe, just just hang it up, dude. Go fight fires. Buddy, just do that. Ju- he's probably made enough money from fighting. He could get endorsements. He's a legend in Cleveland. He never has to pay for dinner. He 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 can use words for full sentences. He doesn't mostly. He doesn't need <laughs> to do it. He doesn't need to prove anything. He could open up Stipe Miocic's MMA and 
have 300 paying members the first two weeks. He he has plenty of options. He could get a job with the UFC. There's all kinds of stuff he could do. He doesn't need the money. He he doesn't. I I cannot imagine he's fighting for the money. You have a you're young. You have a forty. You know, in life, forty two is he, not old. He's he no in life he's forty two. His his wife and he seem to be very, you know, interested in physical fitness. Like she You've got yeah. Here's the here's what's they crazy. They have a kid, like, maybe two. Like just just, just the don't. internet. The internet says okay. So here's what we said. Stipe, the winningest heavyweight, has defended the belt the most amount of times in UFC mm-hmm. history. His net worth says the internet says four million dollars. Okay, he might have played. He could play play that right. <laughs> but Bro. what do you think? <laughs> That's low. That's less Bro. than he should have. I would give That's you that. Far less. Far yes. less. But, I'm not mad at his wife either. I'll tell you that much. With respect, Steve. With respect. With respect. Yeah. Um. Stay out of Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um. For many reasons. I just, you know, <laughs> we just we don't need it, Steve. You don't. You don't need to do it, man. You really don't. If, Firefighters uh, make good money. Just go do that. Like you don't. If you're Steve and they offer you Aspinall at three hundred, do you take it? No. Nope. No. Only no. Jones. Only Jones. Only because you know John Jones isn't gonna separate you from reality the way that Francis did. True. Yeah, he would more likely submit you. I think that's how that would go. I think it's a boring five minute five round pod each other, wrestle a little bit. John mm-hmm. Jones outpoints him four rounds to one or something. I really don't think yeah, it's like all that in that contest, John yeah. Jones is far more athletic and could do whatever he wants, and Stipe is just gonna be there. And try to pressure, and Johns could take it so many different directions. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Tom, so we're thinking Tom is just gonna get back in the gym, train for an hour, and then John Jones, the international. John, John says, "Hey, oh, you think that soon? You think July? Yeah, they're saying John could be back by then. Okay. Well, apparently Aaron Rodgers is gonna come back from a torn Achilles in three months, so." (laughs) African stem cells, which I don't believe, by the way, I don't believe. Yeah, Usada stepping away is going to help John. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back, or that he had a fully torn Achilles if he does. But that's neither here nor there. So, internet says that a torn pectoral uh, recovery time could be three to four months. Okay, okay, yeah. but then yeah. again, you gotta you gotta train and get yourself back into mm-hmm. fighting condition. So add like a couple of months on top of that. So we're talking about six months potentially, which could put him in line for UFC 300. Yeah. And I, I'm, I don't like him fighting Stipe when you have an interim champion. Yeah. What's that? That's just going to hit. That's hanging out. Like, what the fuck is that for? Why even have an interim championship if he's not going to be the next one to fight, but that may be, what it ends up being. Hey, that's an advantage of if you do Tom and Stipe at 300 is, you know, either one wins. It does make for that, that big epic bang for John at the end. If he beats either of them, because he either beats the winningest heavyweight champ of all time or the person who beat them, which he or which I guess he already did with Francis. So never mind what I just said. I think but, though, if John gets in there with a guy like Aspinall, he's really putting a lot on the a, line. And look, John uh, Jones 
can very well be Tom Aspinall. Yeah. He's but, John Jones. But Dana Absolutely. White, but, if you say if you say goodbye to the if you announce to the UFC that you're gonna leave, Dana White is gonna give you a tough one on your way out to lower your value after I think you're it out. depends on who you are. So if you're Nate, if you're Nate Diaz, yeah, (laughs) if you're Nate Diaz, if you're Francis, you go fuck yourself. If you're John Jones, I don't know. John Jones, kind of a company man, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think that I think that uh, did you guys listen to Dana White on Theo Vaughn's podcast? Uh, Uh, No, it's a good listen. Um, And he still speaks so positively of Ronda Rousey Mm -hmm. that. I, I do think there's a list, you know, the Dana White privileging. I think there's a list of fighters that he just he's he's gonna ride with them, and I think John Jones is on that list. I think Rousey's gonna come back for three hundred. I do too. I really do. That's I think it's insane. gonna be a big surprise. It's, and I it's think in the lexicon. People, there's whispers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all right, where there's smoke, there's fire. I get it. Yeah, but who does she fight? Amanda, uh, not Amanda. But, I don't um, even know what weight class Ronda would be at this point. Is she it bantamweight? Would be one, is she, 135. That's what she fought. So bantamweight. Yeah, 135. Yeah, so I think probably... she should rematch Holly Holm. Or Juliana. Yeah, I was going to say, if she Ooh. fights Juliana Pena, she'll lose. If she fights Holly. Who is she beating? Maybe Holly. I don't know. I, I think Holly. it's I think it's the other way. I think I think she would lose to Holly again, but beat Juliana. Because Juliana would want to wrestle Ronda submit her. I Holm don't would just punch her in the face over and I over. Don't Here's the believe thing is in that... Juliana Pena. So I think I think she could lose to anybody. I really don't. Her <laughs> ovaries are huge, though. They're <laughs> fucking yeah. bowling balls. They're, they're bowling balls in there. But anyway. Holly, like the way Holly has fought in her last fight, she's been wrestling heavy. That plays right into Ronda. But like, let's be honest. Like Ronda's had a kid or two. And been uh, doing scripted fights. Scripted fights. Is she working on her striking? Because we all know how that goes when she gets hit. Yep. I don't know. But we can we can I think we should extrapolate on that maybe maybe in like January when we is really she still married to Travis Brown. She is, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did they ever they got married? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're definitely married. Who which one? Yeah. And Pat Barry's with Rose Nami Yunus. Ronda. Oh, what a catch. No, never mind. Ronda yeah, is on the list, you guys. Hmm? Ronda's on the list. Yeah. Her yeah. Sports Illustrated was great. Is that the <laughs> one where she went nude? Yes. Yeah. It was like they that's like the body episode, right? That's where ESPN, they use athletes. Yeah. Absolutely. In the body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think she did. I don't think Whoa. she did sports. Did she do Sports Illustrated? I, I don't know, ESPN. but if the picture that just came up is real, I'm happy with her work. That <laughs> looks real. I could believe that. Yeah. And I'm... Right. Yep. Good for you, Rhonda. Good you for you. Good for Poeton. Hell yeah. So... <laughs> hey. Hell yeah! We, we knew we knew it was going to happen. We we uh, we we all talked about it. We called it, it. strong yeah. counter. That's it. He's beautiful. Yuri was absolutely out. That mm-hmm. other angle we saw from cage side is like, oh, that's not an early stoppage. Yuri said he was out. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to respect the fighter if he says, yep, it was a good stoppage. I counted Believe 14 it. undefended strikes to the head. The fuck mm-hmm. are we doing? Yep. You Get need to here. see three more? Get out of here. Yeah. It's not an early stoppage. What do you like for, for Yuri Prohaska next? I have gonna... no fucking idea. A light heavyweight. Jamal Hill. No, because Jamal's gonna fight uh oh, Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh so let's have a how long does have... that fight last? What's the overrunner in fight time on that? Uh, right. That's what's like that's under 10 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh I like Yuri to fight. Let's have him fight Magomed. Okay. Yeah. Magomed is gonna rematch Johnny Walker first. That's been announced. Oh. Well, it? let's see. Oh, Jan, 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 Jan is gonna Jan fight was saying, Is he? Yep. Jan was saying some shit about Alex. Really? Yeah. Jan, Jan social, is the only guy media. I think can beat him. They could beat uh, Alex. Yeah. You know he does have pretty devastating leg kicks. Styles uh, make so fights. Oh, Pajeda. Both. Oh, Pajeda does yeah. for sure. Ask but also, also front leg. <laughs> Jan, Jan, Jan has devastating leg kicks as well. Jan, like, yeah. I think could out wrestle him. Yeah. Oh, he, he definitely could. Mm-hmm. Every time one of those leg kicks landed, I couldn't believe that the first one nearly knocked Yuri down. Yeah. Alex I think, Pajeda I think, nearly dude, had a knockdown. You aren't you aren't strike. kidding about dude. that. Good lord, Alex Pajeda is so good. <laughs> Magomed, Magomed stylistically, right, has the tools to beat Alex, but he just doesn't put it together when it comes to fights. He totally shits the bed. Mm-hmm. What's the Mike Tyson quote? Everybody's got to play until they get punched in the face. That's it. Yeah, until they get kicked in the calf. <laughs> I, I cannot even imagine how bad that would hurt. And now it's time for the Pretty Me Podcast picks. Six, 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 six. What's Paul Allen's nickname? All in. Paul All in. Oh, that's right. That's why you mentioned it with the, the art. There's earlier. a Paul Allen, the Microsoft guy. Bre- Brendan Allen. Sorry, Brendan Paul Allen. Allen. Paul, Paul Allen's Allen. the Microsoft guy. Now deceased, yes. right? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Now deceased. Rest in peace, Paul Allen. Isn't Paul Allen also a character who's murdered in American Psycho? Couldn't tell you. Okay, Patrick Bateman kills him. I think yes. I'm sure it's of this. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman's the actor. Patrick Bateman's the killer in American Psycho. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Wasn't the American that a Psycho. Kathy Bates movie. The American Psycho is Stephen Bonner. Yeah, it was a uh, the character's name was uh, Patrick Bateman, and the <laughs> character that of uh, Paul Allen that he kills was played by Jared Leto. Yes. <laughs> so if you wanted to see Jared Leto take an axe to the head. They do cut away right And that Jared Leto is how we circle that back to UFC. <laughs> how, how, look at us. We're good. Welcome to the Pretty Neat Podcast. Pretty Neat Podcast <laughs> picks. We're choosing a six pack. Six pack of picks? Yes. For this upcoming UFC card. Let's do is... it. I'm in. All I'll on the main, the main card, at least according to. Yeah. websites we're looking at espn and the ufc have it that way so yes technically this, main cards yes this card is is happening <laughs> saturday <laughs> at the ufc apex and it's so, brendan allen and paul the bear drew craig 
for our picks though should we go bottom up probably you guys, yep. you guys know i like to go bottom Started up. from the bottom should i should i bring up you see i went a different unders? direction with that <laughs> what direction i said you guys know i like to go from the bottom first yeah <laughs> work my way up yeah yeah work my way right up there i skip four play i go right to five play yeah what's five play <laughs> ask your mom <laughs> wow <laughs> damn <laughs> do you remember like uh oh wait no never mind that was at the other <laughs> after oh hey ryan we were we were texting the other day about our favorite non your favorite non-chargers players yeah uh your your answer actually really did surprise me but justin tucker is on the list for me of guys that i like that are not rams uh so what's your your fast your uh admiration of justin tucker did you see the game winning like 78 yard field goal he hit last year the ravens uh I know who he is. Yeah. yeah. I know he's very good and very yeah. accurate and he has a very strong leg. And I he's just a very like a good football player. It wasn't 78, but it was like a 64 yard game winning field goal last year. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's probably the best kicker in the history of the NFL, right? Probably, yeah. But he is not my but favorite. But like of all the non of all the non Rams, uh-huh. you choose a kicker? No, 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 no. I'm just saying he's one of the guys. That I like. Do you want to hear the other ones? <laughs> Did you freeze? Oh, he froze. No, I froze. Okay. okay. Do you want to hear the other ones? Uh, other players? Yeah. Yeah, tell me. I like I mean, TJ I mean... Watt and Max Crosby and Joe Burrow. That's more what you were probably expecting to hear. All right. Max Crosby, I like. Um, he's very open about his uh, issues with alcohol. Yeah. Now which he's I sober respect. and just, he just fucking crushes it. He plays yep. like 98% of all the snaps mm-hmm. and he's like the only good defensive player on the Raiders. Um, and he's, he's still getting sacks. TJ Watt is a beast. Uh, I respect that as well. Um, Joe Burrow, like, is it just because of, his ability to just just win like i just think calm he's cool good. And collected joe i just cool. think he's good i think if i could have a quarterback other than i guess mahomes even then i might take burrow i don't know i feel like oh. if i was running a team and i had to be around one of them all the time i'd want to, i'd more want to be around burrow than mahomes okay okay hmm. in case you were wondering Where's Shohei Otani going to sign before we do our picks? Speaking of things we should be able to bet on. Shit. So did you hear the recent news that the Cubs are all in on him? Yeah. So, well, here's the thing. I Did you hear what the Cubs did with their manager? No. They fired whoever it was and then convinced um, uh, Craig Council to come over from the brewers and apparently craig council is like widely regarded as the best manager in baseball like in baseball circles they say he's the guy um otani did council he was the i i know that name he's former player right correct yeah um otani and ronald acuna were named unanimous mvp today which is pretty interesting saw that um it's rare both of them are unanimous anyway um the so they they lured him away and apparently the owner 
of the Brewers was when they came in and told him he was leaving. He was like, are you fucking with me? Like, we're in the playoffs every year. We're competitive. He has a good deal. But the Cubs gave him a fucking boatload of money. So I could see that being the precursor to like, a, hey, we're we're serious about this. And apparently, Shohei, the three teams that keep coming up for him at this point, other than the Dodgers, are the Cubs, the Red Sox, and the Rangers. Hmm. And this okay, is how so much of fucking Cox Angel fans are. He, they would, uh, the Angels play the Rangers at Angel Stadium seven to 12 times a year. This is again, I'm going to say it again. This is how much a Cucks Angels fans are. They'll <laughs> cheer him. They'll cheer him when he comes up to bat in a fucking Rangers uniform. That's what will happen. I won't. I will be booing him. But they'll cheer him. There you I go. I don't think he signs with the Rangers. I Welcome don't think to Texas. there, actually. <laughs> you don't Where's he so? going to go? I could see him going to the Red Sox. I could see him Red Sox. They the, the ownership, right, has no problem spending that cash. They mm-hmm. own the English Premier League team. So yeah. let Liverpool him bring his dog. What's he that? doesn't have a dog. <laughs> Didn't he take a picture with his dog recently? Shohei Otani? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> he, I'm going to make a bold prediction. You ready? Yes. I think it is one of two teams for him. Do you know which okay. two they are? The Dodgers or the Angels? That is correct. Yeah. That's what it's I thought one, too. I think it's one of those two teams. Yeah. I think Dodgers. he is a guy. I think he is a guy that very seriously values being able to to do his thing all the time. Um, apparently he does very much respect what the Dodgers do. How could you not? Um, they will both give him the money. I, I, I really do think he, uh, he did take a picture with his dog though. I really, I really think he, he values his ability to, be in 100% complete control of what he does. The Angels obviously give him that. I'm not sure that the Dodgers will. Um, they'll both give him 50 plus a year, no problem. Nope. Um, so I think it's one of those two teams. I am on record. They should have traded him two years ago. I don't necessarily want him back. This is not like my biased Angels opinion. I am not a Dodger fan. I'm an Angel fan, but I'm not a biased Angel fan. Actually, my grandma, not always the voice of reason, said something super reasonable to me the other day. She goes, honestly, I'm at a point where the goal should be just win one more game than we did last year. And I'm like, that, that is a sensible argument. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Let's root for that. Um, obviously, you know, if he wants to resign, that's great. But, but I think it's just one of those two teams for him. I really do. I, uh, I think that's very plausible, quite honestly. Uh, what you already said about, his respect for the angels and allowing him to just play baseball essentially mm-hmm. is it can't be overlooked. Mm-hmm. And you've already said the angels are angels and their fans. I think you, you more says the fans, you know, the, the, the cuckness of the angels fans, I think yeah. that extends to the angels ownership team as well. Uh-huh. And they're just say, we'll, we'll do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do whatever, we'll do whatever in fact, you want. I'll go sit over there and cry in right. the corner. No, um, what, what, is Michael, just, yeah. what does Michael Caine say? Some men just like to watch the world burn. 
<laughs> the, the, the angels yeah i mean they they set the fire but um yeah they'll stay <laughs> i do not want them to sign him to a 10 to 12 year not really financially hamstringing deal because he generates so much um i just he, I, you know will he be worth that because if he not if he can't pitch no if he can't pitch he's not worth the money not 50 and that's, at, at some point you're you're thinking he he won't pitch but he could still dh um, uh no i actually think they'll put him in left field or okay. right field. so i was and gonna say apparently i think right field apparently he is a gold glove level outfielder because I mean, he's Jap- he's shohei atani <laughs> he's very good at baseball that's what they say <laughs> and actually joe madden's first year managing the club they did have to before the otani rule was in effect they did have him play the outfield a couple of times for an inning or two to get his next at bat in so they, they've done it um but he wouldn't full-time play in a position until he was no longer pitching um but any team that signs him has to be on board with the two-way thing it's it's just it's the cost of entry for him uh, I agree. Like he's adamant, I want to pitch and I want to hit. So, and he's fucking great at both when he does. So you for can't now, for him. probably like five years, yeah, three. Yeah. But yeah. hey, okay. I say three. Who the fuck knows, man? Who the fuck knows? Anyway, that's what I think. I actually think the Ron Washington signing too to manage the team that was a little bit out of nowhere that everyone was saying it was going to be buck showalter and they they went with with ron washington i i I don't think that's for no reason so again i i don't necessarily want him back i I wouldn't turn him down but i don't want him back i'm not again i do think in a weird way they could be better without him i just you know anyway that's been the baseball talk everyone wants to hear in the middle of november (laughs) so uh, yeah, I Aaron, what enough. are you doing? I just can't get enough <laughs> of this guy's face. So let's do some picks, right? This is, is M- Mick Mictibek Oral Oralby. He looks like he's trying to figure out how his name is sounds. <laughs> he right. <laughs> he is a minus two forty five favorite to win this fight. Well, and it's Enna's UFC UFC debut. Ooh. So that means that's that's strong. That means strong they know for, something about him. Yeah, and, and, and Uros is a Uros is a he's nine and one professionally. He's only had one loss. Yeah. So what does this guy do? Right? Is he a wrestler? Because I know Uros is not a wrestler. So wait, is this fight on any? Are there any? Is there no. any pick we can make on this? I think this was late. This was a late addition to the card. I don't see it on any of the boards. So are we going to have yeah. to go to Jonathan Pierce and Joe Anderson Brito? Yes. Because they are on there. Yes. God damn. All right. Yeah. So Jonathan Pierce, Joe Anderson Brito. Oh. <laughs> so Joe Anderson Brito is from Brazil. We just had a student, a seventh grader move to, to our school from like from Brazil, like Sao Paulo, Brazil. And I'm talking to him the other day. He's a great kid. He speaks very little English. And I go, hey, dude, do you play soccer? He goes, yes. <laughs> I go, I bet you do. Guess what? 
you're the starting forward on the team now, buddy. <laughs> and and you're gonna put up eight goals a game. <laughs> okay, to so, him. he's from Brazil. So we're going over on eight and goals. I was I was talking to the coach and he goes, I don't think he speaks that much English. I go, Hey man, he speaks football. He speaks he speaks football. Okay. <laughs> right. Give him a he, jersey. He speaks the football. Give him a jersey. Point him towards the field. He's gonna figure it out. <laughs> He'll be all right. Uh, that's good. I like it. Uh, and right, Jonathan, so we're, going, we're going to a featured prelim here. Yeah. And Jonathan Pierce uh, was a contender series. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been knocking people out in the first round. So the one that jumps out at me is fantasy score, which is 76 and a half. Mm-hmm. If we think he can achieve an early knockout, that's I don't hate that. Fight Before time. Enough. Fight time 10 minutes. Don't Is hate it, the under either. No. No. It's pretty close odds. He's only a minus mm-hmm. 130. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do we average, know about Brito? Defense. See, I think I think that Brito actually has a very good chance of winning this fight. Does, can he He's do faster? it in 10 minutes? They're both going to be going for takedowns. Because remember, we're not picking the winner, but takedowns tend to be longer fights. I mean, this, these guys both throw with a lot of speed. They're both landing over four per minute. So is there yeah, a significant strike on here? Better defense. Ooh, 42 and a half is not bad when he's throwing 30 so, in a round. Are we saying this fight goes the distance and he gets he's averaging six strikes, six over six strikes landed per minute. If it goes the full distance, he definitely goes over. Yeah. I like Joe Anderson. I think he's gonna finish him. So Joe Anderson in his last five fights. Uh is that Diego Lopez beat him on the contender series? Look at that. Wow. That's loses why I like. to to Bill Algio by unanimous decision. Beats Andre Feely um in the first round, knocks him out 41 seconds in. L Alexander, I don't know who that is, uh subs him in the first round, and then he beat Wade Wilson in the first round as well in July. Yeah, yeah he, that's oh none of you caught it. Damn it. That's why Wade I, Wilson, Deadpool? Wade Wilson is fucking Deadpool. It's Weston Wilson. <laughs> Ah, that's beat lame. Wade, nobody beats. I mean, you can beat Wade Wilson, but it'll come back. That's <laughs> true. So that's and that's where you kind of these choosing Jonathan to go over on anything is to choose him to win, right? Or to survive through the first round. Yeah, it sounds like his opponent is like a all or nothing kind of guy first round. Yeah, yeah, which actually could lend to a finish for Pierce in the second or third. If Brito gasses, uh, so Brito, I like Brito. So if you like Brito, maybe the under ten minutes. I I think the under ten minutes. That's where I was going with that as well. Good lord, this is a guy that in nineteen professional fights has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, twelve of his nineteen fights have ended in the first round. 
Yeah. So we have a, a more likely chance. Two more ended in the second round, which still gives us the under 10. Yep. I'm kind of liking so the under the, 10. We want the under. So that's Pierce at under 10. I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I like that pick. All right. Because significant strikes, like we we're talking about, if this if Rito comes out blasting, Jonathan Pierce isn't getting that. I again, we hit the Mackenzie Dern significant strikes, but I just don't know. Jonathan <laughs> Pierce, the seventy six point five would be if he finished it in the first or second round, probably. Yeah. Yes. It would have takedowns two. Which yeah, man have to have a knockdown. Boy, did we hit the Alex Pajeda over on fantasy score? You're welcome, America. <laughs> It was like 115. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what you do. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah, I feel so bad for for uh, the taking of the under on nine minutes because it ended at nine minutes and like 14 seconds. But I or had something. the over on a different ticket, so it was nine that's, minutes, eight seconds. That's so wild. So Jonathan Pierce, we made the first pick of the six pack. All right. Yep. Uh, All right. So we're bypassing the main card. Uh, curtain jerker because uh, there is no value there since yeah. we got Mick Tebeck, uh making his UFC debut. Debut, debut. <laughs> so we got Amanda Hibas and Luana Pinheiro. Pinheiro they are also Brazils. not on the board. Really? Uh, I don't they, see them. They're on here somewhere. No, mm-hmm. Amanda's on there somewhere. Go to, pick, uh, oh, no. Strikes. Amanda's on there. Yeah. Significant strikes, fantasy score, and takedowns. Okay. Does Aaron scroll up for me? Yeah. There's a search bar. You can if you type in Hebus. Oh, nice. Up, she will. Does it up. just bring up? There we yeah. go. Brings oh, up this all is of our way easier. Yeah. All right. So let's uh let's let's look at takedowns. Right. The over under is one and a half. Let's go to her uh, fight stats. Yeah. And see what she averages. Because I really like where you're headed with this. I'm leaning. I'm leaning that one. So she's two point two seven per fifteen. It's one so and a half. She's likely to get two, and her opponent's takedown defense is 50%. She's also a minus 245 favorite here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's go back to her stats, and then let's look at uh, strikes as well, and let's look at her opponent's defense. 70 and a half is a lot of significant strikes. So she's landing just shy of five, which means she's averaging less than 75 for three rounds. Yeah. Her significant strikes are only 42% of that because we're talking about total strikes landed versus significant strikes. And then her opponent's defense is 63%. If you look at uh, what is considered like normal par for the course, it's about 55% striking defense. So I'm still on the takedowns here. Um, do we think that Amanda gets a finish? Uh, mm. I poof. So she has in her last five three decisions. Yeah. Um. Yeah, almost half of all of her fights are going to decision. Yeah, more than half. No, sorry. Um, no, just about half. Seven seven finishes in her wins anyway. Uh nope, nope. No, I'm sorry. Um, she's four and oh in submissions, two and three in knockouts. So seven to no, that's not seven. That's nine. Nine of fifteen. Yeah. So just a little more than half. So I don't like the fact that uh Pinero's last win 
over the karate hottie was a split decision because yeah. no offense to the karate hottie, but her, her best kicked. days, her best I, days I don't, in MMA are behind her. I don't feel like you really have to explain why you don't love that. <laughs> I don't I don't love that. Yeah. Split she decision. She is on a five fight win streak. Nope, she's not. She has not lost since 2017. Granted, I would imagine that the karate hottie is the only fighter on this list we've ever heard of. Oh, Macy Barber knocked out Hebus. Well, Macy Barber, she's kind of an enigma, right? Rodriguez she great, knocked out and then she looks like she's she's like Mackenzie Dern in that way. Yeah. Yeah, all over the place, all over the board. So I think I I, I don't are you uh, thinking? Are we thinking uh, Hebos under on the significant strikes? I'm really leaning towards Hebos under on the significant strikes. It's either so, that or over on the takedowns, or under on the fantasy score. Yeah, I just feel like if it ends up going all fifteen, we could get fucked, and it gets to eighty three. Yeah, well, I I actually really like Pinero in this one. I. I uh Hebus is oh. also dropping weight. This is her debut at this weight, so she's down. And fighters is who this are 115? In, yeah. And and fighters who are a little bit been knocked out shouldn't really drop a weight like a couple of times. Like that, uh who has been knocked out? Hebus. Hebus. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry. Twice. Uh, and mm. once was most recently. So her last fight, she was she was knocked out. Now she's over, dropping yeah. weight. I I feel like if Luana catches her, and Luana had a had knockdowns in her fighting average, like Hebus doesn't. Uh, I I actually think Luana has a really good chance of winning this fight and finishing it, which still lends itself to the lower significant strikes bet. Mm-hmm. Because like seventy significant strikes across three rounds, I, I, hmm. Because I mean, five. What is that? So four point seven three times fifteen. Like she would have to be on her game to get seventy. Is seventy point nine five? So they've got the number correct. Mm-hmm. But she would have to be at her average. For all 15 minutes of the fight. Yeah. Yeah, but then we're also saying like we're just talking about strikes landed. Here's the the no, isn't that significant strikes per minute? I don't it goes back to the opinion thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's subjective. Yeah. Well, like if it is significant strikes per minute, then she's barely gonna get there if she's fighting an average fight. Or we're overthinking it and the two takedowns happen pretty Ooh. easily and really doesn't have anything to do with the outcome of the fight. Could be too. Like maybe she's dropping weight so she'll have a size advantage and be able to use her wrestling more. Yeah, that's that's also valid, right? She so employs she a will, takedown dominates, and then what? It's like pressure from top position. Yeah, which you can get a lot of significant strikes with some elbows and and ground and pound. Oh boy, I'm really torn on Hebus now. I still like the less on significant strikes the most, but now the more on takedowns. I'm like I'm like one A one B, significant strikes and then takedowns on an over. 
Yeah. Takedowns, uh, it's the over. Significant strikes, it's the under. I just don't know which one I feel more yeah. comfortable with. Well, you're an over guy. You're not an under guy. I am. I so I super struggle with it. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm an under guy because it's sort of hedging the bet in case Luana lands something right. cool on a weekend you, dropped yeah, weight also, fighter. Yeah, Ooh, but hey, that's that's a valid point. That's a but valid the problem point. with that argument is women's straw weight. They very rarely like fucking. Uh, Valentina, Jessica, I yeah. like it's typically a TKO where they've landed several on the ground or something. Mm-hmm. It's like a volume thing, yeah, not a it one is a, shot it's thing. A, it's an accumulation for Man. sure. Which at that point, come on, Odell, get in the end zone. I already That's, got the over on Odell, twenty six yards. Hell yeah, <laughs> that was a real bad look by me. I had Mark Andrews at over two and a uh, four and a half and. As we talked about, good guy app that we're not going to name because we do think we can get sponsored by them in our own heads. Um, <laughs> it could happen. Uh, they Nothing. they ended up taking Mark Andrews, Baltimore's tight end, off the board, even if you bet him. So I love it. I think I took the over on... Which uh, is why I'll continue to be a customer. I think I took the over on uh, Lamar's uh, yardage as well. So I'm, I'm feeling good. Okay. This is the best Thursday night game we've had in a while. It is also and, like secretly and Joe, Joe's hurt too. Mm-hmm. The the notice they didn't take him off the board though. I don't think. Um, secretly, the NFL this year is really good. No, don't come off the field, Odell. I need Odell or Lamar Jackson to score a touchdown. Hmm. Come on, Lamar. Let's go. No, <laughs> we're we're close. All right, we're inside ten. You can do it. You can do it eight. Let's go. Anyway, sorry. Um, I don't know, you guys. I don't know. On this one, I don't know. And I I guarantee you, this is the one we're gonna come back and talk about being like, man, we fucked that up. It was so it's gonna feel obvious, and we're gonna be on the wrong side of it. Whichever one we pick. <laughs> That's how it's gonna be. I, the obvious one to me leans sword strikes. Yeah, I'm I'm with the strikes. Going under? Going under, under strikes. All right. We're gonna do <laughs> All it. Right, yeah. After the second takedown, we'll be pissed. I <laughs> unless unless she submits her, then then it's She's fine. Like, we could have had it. Yeah. Early submission, right. Amanda. Get it done. <laughs> uh club okay. and sub. Now we've got so only one what club. the fuck is going on with Peyton Talbot's expand that for me? Is this just an ESPN thing? Minus nine eight hundred? No. No, there's like a does he have a thing on his sternum? Oh. ESPN oh. has him with like a blotch on his sternum. Yeah. Oh, it's a tattoo. Yeah, it's a tattoo. Okay. In black and white, which is what ESPN has him in. It does not look like that. Also, <laughs> why would you get that tattooed on me anyway? I don't know. Maybe he's covering a birthmark. That's okay. We're inside four rounds for four yards, rather for the Ravens. Let's let's get a QB sneak touchdown, please. Hmm. Let's bring up Peyton. Okay, so Peyton Talbot or whatever Aguirre. What's his first name? Nick. 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 That's what I thought it was. It's Peyton <laughs> Talbot. Is is the guy? Is the name on the board? Yeah. Okay. Well, so I... we have a uh, we have basically finished within the second round. Mm-hmm. Yep. For fight time. 
Uh, so let's see. Talbot is KOing and winning most of his fights. Look at that shit. He He's is nearly... a minus 950. He's landing 9.67 per minute. Uh, Let's look at... <laughs> Do we have a f- average fight time for this guy? Do we have it anything? It says in the fifteen stats? on UFC. So that's that, not correct. That's so definitely not right. He that's because yeah. he has one UFC fight, which did go five rounds that or three rounds. That was on the contender series. In Uriah Faber's A one, he has two second round finishes and a third round finish. In Firepower Promotions MMA four sudden impact colon sudden impact. Sorry, he had a fight that was finished in the third round. Those are his last okay, five. So, so the inside two rounds is not a given. He no. is finishing fights. So, fantasy score second round finish gives you actually one. all of his finishes have come in the second round. Okay. Wow. So that nine seven five is a little kind of sexy. He's got to finish in within. No, nope, uh, sorry, no. He has seconds. He has two finishes. Uh, in the third. How does he finish people? Knockout. Hmm. This is a okay. very difficult. This is tough. This is yeah. a tough choice. The fantasy Dude. score is too high. To me, it is too high. First that's like, round finish. That's like two knockdowns in the first round and then a finish. Yeah. 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 Or yeah, multiple submission attempts. Hmm. Something like that. So fantasy. So scores, I mean, it, yeah, the best one's a second round finish, like taking the under on the fight time. I think so. It's uh, the most logical pick. Yeah, and uh, we listen. The opposite of the fight before this, we won't feel bad when we don't hit it because there's no obvious choice. Go yeah. go go back to the stats. Let's look at his opponent and. uh Nick it's Dwyer. real hard because it's it's Uriah Faber's a one. He also has firepower first promotions. round finishes. So look at that, knockout submission, six wins by first round finish. But okay, while it doesn't while it doesn't factor into what we're doing, Talbot is a minus nine fifty. Yeah, they definitely think he's getting this minus nine hundred on ESPN's website, but. Caesars and ESPN or ESPN bet now, which is a whole other thing we could talk about on a oh, yeah. slow fight week. Um, and look at this fucking guy. Oh, sorry. Minus 800 on UFC. Um, yeah, that's and, a massive favorite. And look at Nick's record. He, he has only been out of the first round twice. And so it's so, the under on fight time. Yeah, it's the under on fight time. Okay. These guys are going to light each other up. And somebody's gonna die. Oh so, yeah, I remember this, Nick. The uh, uh, that's Argetta. Never mind. Yeah. So to this point, we're three of six in. Yep. I love this fucking format we're doing, you guys. We've got less on fight time for Jonathan Pierce, less significant strikes for Amanda Hebus, and now less on fight time for Peyton Talbot. Ryan, you feel good about the Peyton Talbot one? Uh, I feel really good considering his opponent is also an mm-hmm. early finisher. Which leads itself to having we don't need him to win in the first round. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we don't need him to win. We just need it to not go two rounds. Yep, I feel good. I feel great. I feel 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 good. 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 Feel good. 
<laughs> Shout out Jim Carrey. Oh wait, yeah. Good good call. Um <laughs> What movie is that from? Is that from I don't mask? know. No. It's not. Let's we got to know. Okay, now. yeah. It's good. We got to know. It's good. Uh, I feel like it's when he's like nervous talking. It's Bruce Almighty. Okay, that makes sense. I fucking love that movie. Bruce Almighty, great movie or greatest movie? Well, Sandlot's the greatest movie. Also, Ryan, you want to do it now or should we do it later? What? (laughs) What are we doing? Hey, everyone who didn't like the Marvels, go ahead and go fuck yourself. Dude, super fun movie. That like, movie was fucking so much awesome. fun. So, so good. much fun. So Let much fun. You, uh, one of the best, one of the best mid credit, uh, one of the most, one of the best mid credit, um, Whoa, scenes. Careful. That's an exceptionally difficult power rankings that we definitely should do someday. <laughs> like um, mid mid credit mid credit stingers. But there was that's, no post credit. Right? No post credit, just yeah, no okay. credit. Um why can I not oh it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Because um it's opening up a whole new world. And as Aladdin would say. No spoilers, but the end of, the other individual that was in that is real high on my personal list. <laughs> Who? I can't tell you, but because it spoils it. But you know who I'm talking about, Ryan? Brie Larson? The person in the mid credit stinger? Not no. sure, one of the, the Marvels wrong. that was in it, but hmm. the other one. Do I not remember what, what the mid credit stinger was? Hang on, let me go. I'm like, I'm like thinking who that would be. <laughs> Oh no! I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's it's Beast. Yeah, there's a spoiler for you. Go fuck yourselves if you haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's sorry. At the very end, when uh, she's talking about building a team. Oh, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of her work. Haley Steinfeld, Hawkeye. Yeah. Also, whatever. If you haven't seen it, you should. But uh, there's a real awesome mid credit scene it's and you're right one of the best for sure it's top and, uh, seven or eight for sure did you know that uh the actress who played darben that's uh tom hiddleston's uh baby mama i think i did know that yeah they yeah. also should have called her spectrum that was my only issue because in the marvel snap card game spectrum is a really good card it's um, a really good card do you play marvel snap i do God, I knew I <laughs> fucking knew we'd be friends. I knew we, the second I met you, I'm like, oh, I love this guy. Uh, it, it is. It's a great card. And and throughout the whole movie, I think uh, Miss Marvel, Camilla, uh, Kamala Khan did yeah. say the word spectrum. She did, but they, like yeah. they like brushed past it uh-huh. and just kept going with the name. Kind of like they did with War Machine. Um yeah. Because they call him the Iron Patriot, like on the in the lexicon of the MCU. But the the Spectrum card is a little bit deck specific, like it has to be in the right deck. But it's a good card. I like the uh, okay. We we'll, we could sidebar him later, but uh, yeah, oh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like 
building a strategic deck. Yes. Um, yes. There's a whole big, online community for that too. Oh yes. There yeah. Is. Hey, yeah, what's, there is. what works well with this? Oh, okay, uh -huh. you want to do this or you want to do this? Yep. <laughs> it's great. I love, uh, I love a good strategy card game. Me too. Mm -hmm. Shout out Marvel snap. <laughs> Come on. the you, you have taken many of my $10 season passes. <laughs> <laughs> We should uh, okay. Are we're we're up to the dream? The oh, dude, dream? when they when they nerfed She Hulk, that pissed me the fuck off. Oh, I was so mad. That card was so good, and then they're <laughs> like, "Oh no, 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 no." We we made a mistake with this one. You know, you don't get a free nine point. No, you can't. Have that. It's it's too good. It's yeah. too good. And it was. It was. In fairness, it was. Aaron, you obviously don't play Marvel Snap, do you? <laughs> I don't play Marvel Snap. Okay. I'm sorry. I took my baby because, you know, he he does baby stuff. Um, and so now we actually we do a lot of the baby swap things on rides when we go to Disneyland because uh, he's a baby. And so he can ride very minimal things. And uh, I took him into the new the new uh, Marvel store that they have there at Avengers Campus and uh like really almost bought him a stormbreaker that is like three times his size to put in his room. <laughs> um, and I didn't. And here's why the old ball and chain. <laughs> that's just kidding. That's, that's why <laughs> um, I don't get any design decisions in our house. I get, and I mean by any, I mean exactly zero. I got to choose the TV, but I did not get to choose how it was mounted or, or how, you know, I don't get any say, but when we found out he was a boy, she was like, well, what kind of theme do you want to do in his room? And I was like, sports. <laughs> and so <laughs> we, we have gone with that. So I, the, the Stormbreaker would not have fit in there. But oh. yeah, either way. Anyway, that's that's our little parenting aside, which neither of you what sport either is get to or have to deal with because it is both. Hey. <laughs> so. <laughs> Also, yeah. he has Captain America pajamas, so that's pretty sweet. That's pretty. And that's and pretty the sweet. the feet have the little wings on them. <laughs> and you know he's a baby, good. so he likes movement and color. And so Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is his jam. Nice. Yeah, it's good times. Nice. Pizza that... flop over. Shout out <laughs> at Toontown in Toontown. Pizza flop over. So that's, a, that's also Chase not... Hooper's favorite ride. Also, oh, we talked about the cold. I didn't. I haven't had the cold brew that they do there because isn't it butterscotch? I don't or caramel. I don't know if caramel, but uh, we we just went on um, Monday, mm -hmm. and it's the holiday food festival at, at uh, DCA. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, so we were we spent a majority of our time there. That's and just so yeah. Things. We're going Sip tomorrow night. We're going tomorrow night, and that's that will be most of what we do. Yeah. yeah, good, good call. All right, Chase Hooper. Uh, teenage almost, dream, almost old enough for the other rides. Like, is it? Is he? Is he? Is he playing on the fact that he looks young, or is he a big, big Katy Perry I don't, fan? I don't understand. I'm a big Katy Perry fan. <laughs> I don't understand the the nickname change. I don't like it. I'm the official nickname Czar, and I don't approve it. So <laughs> rejected. You've been denied. Yeah. Forget <laughs> name champion status. This is name champion. Chump. 
<laughs> I don't know where to go with this pick either. I don't think he's uh, going to win. Okay. I just I just don't know how he's going to lose. And uh, that's I, that's fair. He is a slight he, favorite, minus 210. Which, which I, I, I have to think it's because, I mean, his jiu-jitsu game is what made him. Like, he was a prodigy. Mm-hmm. And then it was discovered that uh, you can punch him. And that's what people did. And he lost a bunch of fights. You can punch him. Yeah. But in the last fight, it turns out he learned to punch back. Uh, but it's not crisp. I, I don't think he has the discipline that Jordan Levitt has. He's not uh, carrying power. Not no power. There's no, I mean, I know he won by TKO last time, but it was after, I mean, he had to beat the guy up for a long time and the other guy let him. So this so. guy has been fighting in some sort of official organized MMA since he was like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jordan Levitt, I mean, he's been fighting at least as long. Here's here's why I'm struggling. Jordan Levitt has been fighting. Jordan Levitt is 28. He's also been fighting since 2017. So, um, you know, since he was what 21, not not a young, or or not an old start to his career for sure. No. Jordan Levitt lost to Patty Pimblett. So I I'm struggling. I don't know what to and Claudio Puelas, who we were just talking about. So I don't know what to do with this. Uh, yeah, I, uh, the one point yeah. five takedowns is such a low number that it appeals to me. But he does; he is a jujitsu guy, and if the opportunity's there, he'll take it. He will. Yeah, yeah. But if you're you're saying like jujitsu guy, and, and Jordan Levitt will welcome that him. means pulling guard, right? I mean, that's not taking somebody down; that's pulling. Yeah, guard. good and point. He, a- he averages one point four seven per fifteen minutes. So the over worries me. Um, although Levin only has a 30% takedown defense. Hmm. 22% accuracy. Yeah. Chase Cooper's not a takedown guy. Yeah, let's let's I mean, what what does his stats look like? It makes me almost want to take fantasy score. Mm, the under? The under. But I don't want to keep Yeah, I would think it under. Like he has a very high significant stri- uh strikes landed per minute at five. So is the over the number there? At 47.5. If he's landing five, right, he's going to, if it goes the distance, he's going to get 75. It could be. But if it doesn't go the distance, what is his, his either uh, these average have, fight time? I don't think either of these guys have the power to knock each other out. So one, two, three. Three of his last like seven fights have gone the distance for Chase. Yeah, for Chase, his last fight was a UD three rounds. Then he lost in the first round. Then he won in the third round, right? Three minutes into the third round. So almost a full fight. Then he lost a UD. Then he won a uh via submission, which was three and minutes and two seconds into the third round mm-hmm. so he's averaging almost a full 15 minutes in his last five but 14.75 is tough because that late finish is always lingering yeah which is why i still like the the over on the significant strikes considering what is 
his significance rates landed is currently right now. And if I look at Jordan Levitt and I go over to his stats, right? The fight would have to go just about two rounds for him to get to 48 yeah. at, at his average. Yeah. And and I mean, the the most like the, the prop to win by decision or to have it go by decision is plus 150. Uh, so they think that's going to happen. They think that's going to happen, too. OK, I can. So see that. so Chase at over. So to that point, though, one, two, three, four, five. Five of his last six have gone into the third round. I feel confident if it gets into the third round, he can get that significant strike number. That's where I'm leaning as well. And it, it seems like it probably will. I think so. Okay. Yep. So we're going over 47.5 significant strikes for Chase. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that that logic for that. I don't even, either, even with my logic being that I think Jordan will will get this one. I, I do think it will be points and 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 damage. I because Chase gets ripped open also. Um so it could he could have a bad look, but again, this is still that significant strikes. I still think he can get over that. Yeah. If if they're brawling. Cool. That brings us. So Michael Morales is the name on the board here. To the co main event. Yep. First Jake Matthews. We've got three options. Uh, so un basically under <laughs> under two rounds under two rounds well two and a half 40. I guess I feel like it's significant strikes or fantasy score do you I do yeah I, but let's look like look at his let's look at his finishes I think he's a a, a finisher. So well, if he finishes, if he takes it in the first round, he goes over. Well, he beat our guy. He beat our guy Max Griffin mm-hmm. in his last him. fight. Lot pummeled him. Unanimous decision. Uh, but that went all three rounds. How many strikes did he throw? Probably a lot. <laughs> all of the strikes. Um, is it Adam Fuggett? Yes, he beat him in the third round via knockout. That was at Pena Nunez too. So he has not been super active. Um, he beat Trevin Giles in the first round at 270. Oh, we were there for that. I don't remember him at all. 73 strikes. Um, oh, sig- against 72 Max significant. Griffin? 72 okay. significant. And that was a decision. Hmm. So. Okay. Um that 45. Over. What about the fug it fight? Can you find that? Yeah. Fug it. Because that one a ended champion. a minute and nine seconds into the first into the third round, rather. Actually, three of his last four have gone into the third round. Two of them went to the cards. And then he has two knockouts. In fact, those are his only four that's three UFC fights in a uh, contender series. There it is. That's he 89 strikes. 83 significant. Two so he's downs. he's doubling this over under if it goes the distance. It has to go that far though. He's a minus 310 favorite. Jake Matthews on the other hand um submitted 
at Poirier Gaethje 2, Moonies? submitted Darius Flowers, Flowers, lost to Semi the Jedi via uh, UD, knocked out Fialo in the second, got subbed by Sean Brady in the third, um, that Diego Sanchez beat him by decision. So he he fights deep into the deep into the night. But so kind of does Michael Morales, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah, so I'm leaning towards the over on the significant on strikes. F- or on fight time. I or yeah. you take the under. Yeah, see, the under on fantasy score just scares me. I'm all, I'm so afraid of the flash knockout. Yeah. yeah me too. Or if yeah. So so Morales over on fight time or over significant strikes. That's where I'm leaning. I think significant strikes. That's my opinion. All right. I think Jake is tough and I'm not like super high on significant strikes over fight time, but I, I feel like with the amount that he lands and we just looked at his most recent fights and what he's getting 46 and a half seems like he'll, he'll do that inside two rounds. Yeah. I think a late TKO, like a round late round two, um, mid round three. Okay. After a lot of back and forth. And I think there'll be some good grappling in this one too, because Jake will want to bring it down and, and try and do something. We got it. Now we get to go into the main event. With just Brendan Allen and Paul, the bear Jew, Craig. Brendan all in Allen. (laughs) <laughs> so Brendan Allen, he's on a winning streak. Uh, my initial thoughts, like that significant strikes, he would yeah. go over. Right? He should. He's gotta wanna. He's gotta wanna hit Paul Craig. Right. Paul Paul Craig is is no stranger to trying to pull guard, which makes him hittable. Yep. for sure. Yep. He's landing just just short of four minute or four significant strikes per minute, which that means he does that inside a round and a half if it goes that round, which makes sense. The over under on that fight is seven and a half minutes. Yep. So looking at Brendan Allen's last five fights, here's the rub, right? His mm-hmm. last fight, Bruno Silva, round one sub. Then the Andre Muniz, where it was the sub in round three. And then the Christoph Jotko sub in round one. He went the distance with Jacob Malkoon, and then he subbed Sam Alvey, our guy Sam Alvey, in round two back in 2022. So this year, two subs, one in round three, one in round one. Well, this this makes me like the significant strikes for the... For the, they're both going to, it's that same thing. What happens when two ground fighters face each other? They box. They're going to hit each other. So like, to me, it kind of lends to that or the the under two and a half rounds. I think that's right. I don't know. Let's look at Paul Craig. Paul Craig's first fight, his debut at 185. He fought Andre Muniz. So we have a common fighter. He knocked out Andre Muniz in round two. Mm-hmm. 440 so, in, though. Paul Craig saying, yes, I will stand in trade with you. 
mm-hmm. which leads me to to want he lost to, to take the over on the on the significant strikes even more. He broke he uh, broke Jamal Hill's me. arm. Oh, the you're saying the over on significant strikes for uh, over for for Allen Brendan. Thirty Allen. and a half is real low. It's very low. It's like it's, it's low for almost him. as if. It's almost as if like we're the sharps are expecting this to go ground only. So uh Aaron, go go to Paul Craig on the UFC. Let's go to um let's go back to the fight odds and see what we have for uh for finishes. Yeah. Paul Craig does not go to the cards. His last no. five fights to decision. Nope. Win by. Okay, so there's 20, subs. Knockout or sub, that's how he wins. No no decisions for Paul Craig mm-hmm. and very little for Brendan Allen. Mm-hmm. Average fight time, 750-831. Okay, really good on the over-under for fight time for Brendan Allen. Let's look at the, go scroll up and look at the odds. All right, so he's a minus 425. That's a, that's a heavy favorite here. Yes. That's, Don't that's, underestimate the fact that Paul Craig might be much bigger than him. Yep. Well, coming down from two hundred five, yes, yeah. I agree with that. So, like the best, the bet right now, the the two heaviest bets are Brendan by KO or submission. I don't know if Paul Craig gets knocked out. I mean, he got knocked out by Johnny Walker. Yeah, at two hundred five. Will he yeah. make that mistake though? Too like going for that single leg and leaving the side of his head, especially after what Alex did last week. Like I feel like that that exposure is exposed. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and I I think he might avoid that. Arnold and, Allen or Brandon Allen rather is not going to knock out Paul Craig. I he agree. Has, he has literally, but I in think the he'll UFC, hit him a lot. He has one knockout victory in the UFC. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So then, that to me says over thirty point five. Yeah, he hits yeah. people, but they don't go down. Because, yeah, when you're yeah. landing for a minute like that. and, and he's 30 a and a half is just low. He's a club and subber. Like, it feels like. And, yeah, 30 and a half is just low. It really is. You're right. But they I think, think he's going to submit him. Yeah. That's I why, that's, that's why that's takedowns isn't coming up in. there. Yeah. All the money's coming in on. Because Paul Craig has pulled guard. Yeah. Like, but that, oh, won't he'll do it. A, yeah. that won't count as a takedown, but. Yeah, I still but, I still like the over on this on the strikes. To so, to Dom's point, the fantasy scores here the shit out of me. Yep. <laughs> that. Uh, I mean, if you think he's gonna actually win by knockout or sub, it it will probably be on in the first two rounds, and he will beat that score. But, Most likely, yeah. yeah. But he has to win. He has to win. I think the smart bet there is the under, and then you're just afraid that he's going to catch him. Yeah. Nobody is catching Paul Craig in a surprise submission, though. No. I, I think that's I think that's fair, right? We're we're dealing with two high level grapplers. Has Paul Craig we, ever been submitted? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, once in his entire career. Wow. And it was first fight. That's my guess. Jimmy Crute in 2018. Damn, Jimmy Crute. Yeah. Wow. That's not a good look. So it it seems that Brandon Allen will not submit him. At least not surprisingly. Nope. 
and that was in the third go. round. That was late, four fifty-one into the third round. Damn, so okay. yeah, that's not happening. And, and and we both have the common the common fighter with Andre Muniz, which Paul Craig knocked him out, and Brendan Allen submitted Andre Muniz, as you know, like highly touted as a grappling savant. So. I wanted to look up the numbers on Damian Maya Gunner Nelson. Why? Because they're both kind of similar. So many scrambles. Like that was it. It was hit, 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 scramble, hit, 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 scramble. It was on Aldo versus McGregor. Wild. That's who won that hundred and ninety. Look at it. how many significant strikes were thrown by Damian Maya. Total strikes. Well, eighty-one well, percent of them significant. Yeah, no, only forty-seven yeah, only, significant. Only, yeah, yeah, fifty-eight oh. attempted significant strikes. But it, Nelson, four. did they judge it differently back then? That is very true. That's very true. Damn it! <laughs> uh, I don't hate the over on fight time. I don't either. So for me, it's it's over on fight time or over on significant strikes. I'm still uh, I'm still on the strikes. Okay. I I could I could take that. Okay. So we've got our six pack. Recap it for us. Jonathan Pierce versus Joe Anderson Brito will be less than ten minutes. Amanda Hebus versus Luana Pinero. There will be less than 70.5 significant strikes from Hebus. Peyton Talbot versus Nick Aguiar will be longer than. Oh, I thought we nine, had less. Uh, will be less than 9.75 rounds. Thank you. Yep. Chase Hooper will get more than 47.5 significant strikes. Michael Morales will get more than 46.5 significant strikes. And Brendan Allen will get 30.5 significant strikes more than them more than that i more got the that. words more than that and we're gonna play it i like it it's played i'm into it i played it i played it just now i already uh, played it I, I also i also played it i played it we're all it's gonna happening. play it the pretty neat six pack i like it what do we take it out on uh give us something to be thankful for <laughs> 2024. Hey, you know why I love MMA so much? It's pretty neat. That is 100% true, but it also doesn't bring us together. It, it, you know what? <laughs> Violence really does bring people together. Yes, let's get 